it's this vision that I have for myself and, and, and people who have this same thought about themselves. Like you just have this vision. It might not be clear. You might not know exactly where it's leading, but there's just in this innate fire that doesn't allow me to just settle. And when I catch myself, if I catch myself settling, it feels so unnatural that I, I have a visceral reaction to it. Yeah. Literally, I don't sleep well. You know, I feel the, the sensations of anxiety, like all these signals telling me you need to move. Welcome to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and I am a high-performance mindset coach, a mom, a former professional athlete, and an entrepreneur. I help coaches and high performers optimize their mindset to improve their coaching, their performance, and those of their athletes, and their lives. Here, you'll learn all about mindset, how to live it, how to teach it, and how to sell it. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. We are here with a very special guest, one of my star students from the Mindset Coach Academy and now the Insider Program, Bianca Campbell. Hi, Bianca. Hey, Lindsay. So, so glad to be here with I you. I know. We uh, put this all together quick, which is great because we both have kids, and that's like a small miracle that we're even here. But we made it, and we get to share your story today, and I'm so excited. I mean, obviously, I've been around for a lot of it, but there's certainly things that I don't know, and the nuances <clears throat> are always like the most important and most interesting part of anybody's story, right? The things that you've gone through sort of in the back end, um, late at night, like all that stuff is so fascinating to me. And I know that so many of our listeners are sitting, listening to this podcast on a run or emptying the dishwasher. And they're either a mindset coach already, or they're like thinking about it, wondering if they can do it. And I know you were in that spot one day. And so I want to just hear your journey, but let's start with a little bit about you, where you're at right now with your business and where you want to go. And then we were going to go back and talk about your journey, if you will. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, my name is Bianca Campbell. I am the founder of Rise Mindful Performance. So I started just just doing basketball skill development training, just camps and clinics. Because I was a full-time teacher and a coach, a head coach for a high school team. Um, then transitioned into adding aspects of mindfulness and meditation into my basketball training. Um, and now I am pursuing being a full-time uh, mental performance coach. And I help athletes use mindfulness and mindset training to successfully embrace and navigate the demands of sports and life. So I love it. It's my calling. It's what I feel I'm, I'm here to do. And everything from the start of my journey, the part that I couldn't understand, I feel like are starting to become clear and leading, leading me to this point where I want to go. So and where do I you appreciate you for yes. being a part of that. <laughs> well, that is you are such a special part of our group. And I mean, everybody's special, you know, in our insider program, as you know, like the community is just so people that go through the certification together, you guys have like a little bond there and then the insiders have a bond and it's just so fun to to watch you guys all support each other. Um, so I'm, I'm honored to be a part of everybody's journey. Tell me where you are going. I am creating a six figure business, hopefully larger than that in, yeah. in the future, but that's my main goal. Um, I want to be full-time um, coaching, impacting athletes and their parents. Um, and I want to live the life that I believe I deserve. Mm -hmm. I remember the other day you said, I'm not meant to be mediocre. And I was like, yes. Yes. I don't. I think that's something that my dad instilled in me. I can, from the 
time I started playing sports, which is like fifth grade, I just, I don't know, I had that kind of thought about me. And then it really materialized um, once I got to high school. Like, I was the type of the type of kid, the type of player who I just went above and beyond. Yeah. Seemingly for no reason. It just didn't sit well with me to not strive for excellence. And so that's how I've always been wired. And even through my challenges, um, that's how I still am wired, which is why I'm just, I'm pushing for this for myself, for my family, for my athletes, for anybody I can inspire. That idea that like you're, this was not where I was going to go, but I just, I love this concept so much that we just, I just want to take a beat here. Like the idea that like, when you said that we were literally guys, we were on uh, one of our insider mastermind calls and I don't even know the context, but we I think we were talking about just like the ups and downs of yeah running a business and you were just like i just know that i'm not meant to be mediocre and like everybody just stopped <clears throat> and i and i was just like f yeah you know what i mean like but i think the balance with that is i wrote about this uh sh shortly after that which thank you because that's where i get all my best content is from you guys but like talking about like that it's not about like beating yourself up or being a perfectionist and it's also not about like not matching that with either hard work and like the ability to like be in the fire and be in the discomfort like that's the part of not being mediocre that separates people like doing the extra reps in the gym and doing you know like all the stuff as entrepreneurs it's not like you just walk around and say i'm not meant to be mediocre so like here universe like present me <laughs> with right you know what i deserve it's like no we're gonna i'm gonna do the hard stuff that nobody else wants to do because i have this thought that i'm going to take action based off of which is i'm not mediocre yeah. which means my actions have to be not mediocre as well yeah yeah i mean i think um it's this vision that i have for myself and, and and people who have this same thought about themselves. Like you just have this vision. It might not be clear. You might not know exactly where it's leading, but there's just in this innate fire that doesn't allow me to just settle. And when I catch myself, if I catch myself settling, it feels so unnatural that I, I have a visceral reaction to it. Yeah. Literally, I don't sleep well. You know, I feel the, the, the sensations of anxiety, like all these signals telling me you need to move. And so I feel blessed to have that um, because it's like my husband and I was talking about this, I think over the pandemic, like one of my biggest dreams for myself is to live the highest expression of who I am before yeah. I die. Like mm -hmm. that's really important for me. And mm -hmm. to just continue to seek self-mastery and to continue not in a way where I'm not content with who I am and where yeah, I am, the balance. but in a way where... Like you just know that you're meant to do more while you're on this earth. And it's just exciting, intriguing. And I feel like um, it's, you know, it's it's God's will for me mm -hmm. to do that and reach that. And I can't, you know, life is too short. Yeah. <laughs> like I just can't be here just like, okay, this is cool. I'll just settle here. I, I'm just, that's not in me. So. So, let, so let's, let's segue that. So what, when you like, I don't know, months before you joined the, the Mindset Coach Academy certification. Oh, where were you? Was that the feeling that was driving you? Like, where did you have the vision? Did you know that you wanted to get certified and do this? Or were you like you feeling like a general restlessness? Like, tell me where you were, if you even remember. Yeah, a lot of it is fuzzy. But so I'm going to take you back to 2019. 
so 2019, uh, I don't know, I was in my eighth, ninth year of teaching. I started to feel, well, I, I was feeling that restlessness before then. 2019, I got pregnant. Um, 2020, at the start of the pandemic, is when I had my baby. So I was on maternity leave from February 2020 all the way through November of 2020. During that time, having a having a child, being on lockdown, <laughs> not having access to a lot, I'm in the house. I'm just like itching to yeah. figure out what my next move was. And I wasn't were, coaching. And you had been a collegiate athlete. We didn't talk about that even, but. Yeah. So I've been a collegiate athlete. Um, I was a head coach for a high school team. And then I coached collegiately um, at the D2 level. Um, but everything came to a halt. And I just really dug in more to my meditation and mindfulness practice, honestly, just to keep me sane, to keep me connected. Yeah, like a lot um, of us did. <laughs> like I wasn't diagnosed, but I, I firmly believe I had some symptoms of postpartum depression yeah, in there yeah. as well. So it was a lot going on. And um, I just followed my curiosities honestly like there were certain things that stuck out to me I started reading about other people who were doing and now I know it's more like mindset training and I would write their names down and I'd be like I'm gonna I'm gonna meet that person or I'm gonna talk to that person I would just write names down I would hit them up on LinkedIn or on Instagram or Clubhouse and I just started to make these connections little by little and realizing that the things I was following was setting me on fire. Like I felt really alive um, and energized. Um, but again, didn't see anybody doing mindset training as a career or anything like that. So I wasn't sure. So I tried to, when I came back to coaching, leave it more <laughs> into my coaching. And it just, it was just a disconnect I felt. Um, and then I just started searching stuff online. I found Amy Oliphant's website. I found Brianne Smedley's website. And well, good job, guys. Good job, students. No, seriously, I kid you not. Every time I would find someone, I would scroll down to see like what their certification was or what their education was because I just felt I needed more tools. It wasn't like I needed. I felt like I needed to to fill my credibility. I I just felt like I needed more tools. Um, so both of them had positive performance. I was like, what is this positive performance uh, certification? And then I found you and it it was like, you know, those moments where you're like, that's it. I need that. And I think you're, it was a wait list open. You weren't open yet. So I got on your wait list and I was just like stalking my emails, waiting for it to open up. I kid you not. But I wrote about it in my, I have a, I have a manifestation journal and I would write about it and I would write, it sounds so middle school, but I would write my name underneath my Girl, name. You know, like, I'm into that. <laughs> I would write like positive performance certified coach and, and I would write um, these other things. Um, but once I just started to follow the things that were setting me on fire, just doors started to open up. Um I, I read the book, uh, Mindful Sports Performance Enhancement. Um, and I reached out to to them just to pick brains and just doors started to open. Um, I reached out to Chad McGee, who has the, you know, first in his kind position as director of meditation at University of Wisconsin and just throwing things out there. Mm -hmm. Connected with him and just started making all these connections. And something he said to me really shifted a lot for me. Um, he shared with me a quote from Joseph Campbell. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but it's about um, following your bliss 
And when you do, I'm going to try to roughly repeat the quote. When you follow your bliss, you set yourself on a track that's always been there for you. And doors will open for you that you didn't know that were there. And the life you ought to be living becomes the life that you are living. And so I got a necklace that said FYB to remind me, follow, just, just continue to follow. So I've just been really tapped into energy and intuition and insight and all these things that just set me on fire. <laughs> so I almost, you've heard me say this a million times, but I remember when you, I remember seeing your application come through um, for the certification. And I mean, you, you checked all the boxes, you know, and of course, having been a former college athlete and um, having some skill work, having coached, you know, you were in a really good position to build a business. But I remember getting on the phone with you and I remember your enthusiasm. I remember that energy. I like literally remember talking to you and what stuck out to me, which I think is so um, indicative of who you are and like the fight that you have to not be mediocre and you said something along the lines of i don't we don't have the money i don't know how i'm going to afford it but i'm going to figure it out um and like two days later you were in and you did figure i knew that i wasn't going to borrow the money like i was a certain of that like i wasn't going to ask anybody for the money and that was maybe my a little bit of my pride but i think it was more of like i wanted to do this for me by me and so I tried to get a grant from my school. I tried to weave it in some type of way. They were like, yeah, no. And then I was like, oh gosh, okay. But um, I realized, and this is, this is all alignment, I swear. I realized, I think it was like two months prior that I had just paid off a credit card, my cre- one of my credit cards, and that I had like the full line of credit open. So I was like, oh, I put on my credit card. And bam, I did it. But in that moment when I was on that call with you, I just, I knew it was something that I had to do. <laughs> well, I mean, so much of like, so what you did in that moment, right, is like very, again, it's very indicative of who you are, but it's also like exercising a skill set that you have since used many, many times. I mean, you've used it many times prior to in your sports career and your entrepreneur career, but you have since used it. I've seen you use it since with that idea of like, I am going to do this. This is my path that I'm supposed to be on. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Is that how you experience it? Because that's how it seems from the outside. And of course, now that you've gone through the certification, you know what actually what your brain did. But right. Tell, but at the, you know, that's what the thing about the certification and so much of what we teach is like, you're like, oh, I do that. Now I know how to teach right. it. I didn't know I did that. Right. In the moment, I didn't know what I was doing. And now I understand more of like how the brain works and what yeah. that, you know, process actually was. Um, but again, I was just so tapped into, I think being really clear about what you want mm-hmm. was really critical for me. Once I had the clarity and then once I had the courage to actually admit to myself that that's what I wanted. I think that was big for me too, because there's a lot of, um, you know, external expectations of what your life should look like (laughs) but and sometimes it's it's challenging to have the courage to say no I think my life should look like this so once I had the courage to say you know no I think I could start my own business like that was really scary for me I had no 
no desire or awareness of wanting to be an entrepreneur before this journey at all. Really? But no, no, I didn't. I I was so used to the security of having a, you know, full-time job, being in education, the, the thought of getting on my own and creating things on my own um, scared me. The, the, the process of that, the requirements of it, the freedom, the autonomy, the creativity of it drove and interest me. Mm-hmm. But I, I never really looked at myself in that way um, until, you know, the pandemic kind of sparked things for me and I started to shift the way I saw myself. And then, you know, especially when I did the eight day challenge that you offered before the certification, like that really helped that shift as well. And then I started to see myself, okay, I can do this. And then I saw other mindset coaches doing this. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> but I can do this. <laughs> so I think opening up that awareness and being exposed to what's actually possible um, was important to solidify that clarity more for me. I think that's so interesting. I love that idea of telling the truth to yourself because I think um, I just see that so m- much with people that want to be in this field. They think it's either for somebody else or it's not possible for them or they have to be good at business or whatever the thing is that they're telling themselves. That sort of like overshadows this deep need to find that purpose or to help somebody else or to find fulfillment in their work. And I think unearthing that, and I there I imagine there was a fair amount of people that did that in the pandemic just because it just shook everything up. I think mother becoming a mother does that too. There's these like things in your life that sort of, in my experience, do shake things up. Um, Definitely. and unearth that truth. And I think that that is, it's such a brave thing. Definitely. Especially with the motherhood thing. I mean, that's a huge, huge transition, a huge, um, shift that, um, caused a, a lot more spark in me and, and, and opened up that clarity as well. Cause I want my son to see, um, his parents following their dreams. I don't, you know, I don't. I I knew I didn't want to be stuck in that. Oh, put your life on hold, kind of thing. Raise your child like that wasn't. I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, I think also though that like telling the truth to yourself is it's hard to really isolate that from whatever else is going on, right? Like yeah. I know we've talked about this. Like what, the time when you almost quit your job. Like the idea one that it has to be like. I'm going to either do this or not do this, which is a total like self-sabotage fallacy, you know, like get started, get some momentum, make it a side hustle, then do those things. But I think sometimes our truth can kind of get pushed down because we think first of other people, or I don't know how your husband reacted to spending thousands of dollars on a certification or, you know, I mean, I know he's an entrepreneur too, but like, and, and those are all like legitimate concerns, you know, like when I'm going to spend a money, my money or our money, my husband and I talk about it and, and, but really listening to your inner truth, regardless of what your family wants or your coworkers or the doubt, maybe even like the doubters around you, not, not to say that they're bad, but just that they have their own things. And then you have your own things of like, I want to have health insurance. And like, those are like real concerns. So it's not like it's, yeah. how, how is it for you to like, listen to that inner truth and not deal with like and isolate that from like all the fears and like the doubts of maybe even people around you or even your own self yeah I mean I think the biggest uh, part of my growth 
the past few years is that I trust myself. Mm. And that that self-trust enhances my self-belief. And there's a lot of moments, even now, with the yeah. second baby coming, where there's so, things that are not clear. And I, I just feel like I'm in a space where I feel calm about it. I trust that I'm going to figure it out. Where a few years ago, I didn't have that. Mm. Other people's opinions definitely would have gotten in the way. My guilt, you know, I should be doing this because I have this coming up or I have this person to provide for and putting myself to the side. That would have definitely gotten in the way. And I definitely still deal with those things. I manage them. I manage them much better now. I'm able to kind of step back and and figure them out and look at them in a way where I don't let that survival mind impede what I really want to do more so what I'm called to do. Because I feel like any any hindrance in my momentum, I, I just want, I don't, I don't, I don't want to provide any access to that. And when I do, I also have grown to, to, to have compassion for myself. I think that's been a big key, just like trusting myself and then having compassion for myself and, and trusting that my journey is my journey. It might not show up the way I want it to show up or be the way I want it to be, but I know that it will be. I'm very strong in in that it will be. Well, I see you riding the waves of entrepreneurship and like you've had so much growth in the last even six months. Like the, I see how you're approaching, like you said, the survival mind as not real. Like there's pieces of it. You know, and I remember when you were going to quit your job and like you made like, I think probably the right decision for your family, but it was like, it was like removed from the emotion and you were able to say like, it's not all or nothing. It's not, I need to, I can do, like you can pursue your dreams in a pace that is sustainable and works for you and your family and all the things. And like, I think just your ability to step back and keep your belief and trust in yourself and not let it like change as results happen, like the external circumstances. I see that in you. Yeah, no, I did at first. And that's part of what contributed to the initial fear, right? I thought I had to compromise, like, was it this or that? Yeah. And kind of come into a place where I can still pursue this in the way I want to pursue this. Maybe the pace is shifted, but I can do it, you know, as I need to do it right now. I think that was really important. Yeah. I mean, you're in a you're in a good place with your business. Tell me about where you are right now. I mean, the last six months. Oh, well, well, let's go back to six months ago or so. I remember you were at a place that was not super good from a mental entrepreneur standpoint. Um, I think you were in that all or nothing thinking. So, I mean, I, the reason I want to talk about this is because I think it's like, we don't ever solve these things. We just get better at approaching them. We get more awareness. We get more, like, I still have times when I'm like, what, what in the heck am I doing? <laughs> like, really? Right. You know? And like, I think the idea of like, we get that figured out and then we don't feel those things gives people yeah. the message that if they feel those things, they're doing it wrong. And yeah. I actually believe the opposite. Like, if you are pushing yourself, there's going to be a time when you're like, I don't know shit from shit yeah and that's not the sign that you're doing it wrong that's actually the sign that you're doing it right 
but it's kind of feels yeah. like hitting a wall or getting into a valley or whatever you want to call it, where you can kind of spin out a little bit on your negative thoughts. And this is, of course, why we have a community and why everybody should have a coach if they're trying to push themselves in anything, but especially in entrepreneurship. Um, but I remember you were in that place. Do you remember it or have you blocked it out? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I was Tell me a little bit extremely, about that. Just extremely overwhelmed with managing my clients, having still having a full-time job, trying to be the best mother that I could be and wife that I could be, which you know, I just felt like I was failing at home. I wasn't able to to create the time that I wanted to create and get getting caught up in all those lies, right? Those stories that our mind tells us when um, you know, those things happen. But I think that um Carol Lawson said it so well. You just get to a point where you learn to handle hard better. And so yeah. I've learned to open my mind up in those moments. I know for me, I need to take a step back and I need to get really still. I need to go into my breathing, my meditation. I need to get really still so I can see things outside in. And then all the questions that we talk about, you know, how can you look at this differently? Is this thought really true? <laughs> right. If you felt the opposite of this, what would you be doing right now? And just learning how to reframe my thoughts and shift. I think that has been really key for me. Just looking at it from that other side, because when we get into that, you know, that survival mode, we're only looking, you know, linearly tunnel vision. We can't see the way out. And so having the tools to see the way out has been really key for me. So once I was able to see my way out, I realized that, yeah, feeling overwhelmed is a choice. It's hard to accept in this moment. But yes, this is your choice right now. You don't have to feel this way. You can choose something else. And so making my way into that and then sitting down, okay, acceptance. This is, it is what it is. How can I, you know, navigate out of it? What am I willing to do? What am I not willing to do? What are my boundaries? I think setting my boundaries for what it means to be a good mom and show up for my son and be home and show up for my husband. I think that was really key for me. Like I'm not willing to work past these hours or this is what's happening after I get home. Um, and then being okay with this is the amount of clients that I'm willing to take at this time. And when that is filled up, then, okay, I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to feel like I'm not, you know, delivering. Let's make a wait list. Let's do something else. Like opening up these other thoughts that I couldn't see before. Like these are the things that give me that continued clarity and hope. Like, yes, it's possible. It's okay. Okay. So Bianca and I talk a lot about motherhood and being an entrepreneur. But it does bring me to the idea that like you were in that moment of like, this is what was, like, what was the thought when you were like trying to handle all that about balancing it? What was the thought that was like really dragging you down? If you can remember, like generally, I, the thought was, I can't live my dream and be and be a good wife and mother. That was it. And, and so it immediately brought me to feelings of failure. Mm -hmm. immediately brought me to feelings of loss, of disappointment, of frustration, of anger, of letting myself down, of not being able to live my purpose. And so that was really, really scary. And so I kind of got into this little hole for a couple of weeks. I struggled with that for a couple of weeks. This is going to sound like a plug, but it's really not. 
honestly, the insider group really helped me. The, the insider group really, really helped me um, be outside of myself and figure out what I wasn't doing. I think it might have been Ken or somebody uh, who had uh, brought up the idea, like, when you're in those moments where you're spiraling, there's something that you used to do that was keeping you centered and grounded that's fallen by the wayside. So I went back to that and realized, oh, it's been five days since I did my morning mindset practice where I like sit and I journal and I meditate before I start my day. Like I had fallen off for that about a week or so. Mm -hmm. And, and so noticing the things that were contributing to me feeling misaligned, doing that, doing them again. And then again, the thought reframing, thinking of this from a different perspective and figuring out, and again, trusting myself that I can figure it out. Cause in that place, you also feel really helpless. (laughs) You feel like a victim to your emotions. And it's like, but again, right. That's not true. So beautiful. I mean, I rem- I remember you pulling yourself out of it with just taking action. I think what you said just there though was really important as well. Because even I can look back into my playing career, knowing what I wanted to do, knowing the fear that held me back, and then the inaction. So now being at a point where I can recognize those things and be bold enough to step into action. I think that's another thing that propels me through those moments. Just taking that, one of my other mentors says, bold, messy action. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. You just have to go into it and feel yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. Because I think you were really shifting your mindset and like getting back to some things at work. And like, I think what you were said earlier, like trusting yourself and similar to like yeah. when you started the Mindset Coach Academy is like, you're not sure the how. You don't know how this yeah. is going to look right now. You're just going to do, you're going to figure it out for now. But then I also want to, so that was like kind of the mindset piece, but I also want to switch to the action piece because along around that same time, you really worked on getting simple with things in your business. And we were doing the six week boot camp, and we were figuring out your one offer. And like, I think it's like the chicken or the egg, right? I mean, sometimes we have to take action to like get us going to shift our mindset. And then sometimes we have to shift our mindset to get us going to the action. But I think for you, it was a lot of both, right. which, it, you know, really, yeah. I think it all it often is. But like the idea that you are allowing yourself to not get rushed. I think that's a big thing, too, of like, I have to quit right. my job and I have to have five kids and run my business. And like, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, then I'm failing. Like, I think you right. shifted that a lot. And you also zeroed in on doing your one on one group or one on one training and like let things be easier. So talk to me about that. Well, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember like a month before we started doing that um, six week boot camp? I almost quit. <laughs> well, I remember. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. She's in the depths of despair. Come back to us. You got this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's just another example where just trusting myself and really stepping back and understanding what I really needed to do for myself and being honest with myself, right? So the honesty was, are you being a coward? And having that conversation with myself, is it too, is it quote, too scary? Are you being a coward right now? What is the fear? And being able to step into it. And so... Yeah, trusting myself in that moment to step into the fear and take action to continue. And then we started that six week boot camp, which literally shifted everything. Like 
I gained so much clarity and confidence in what I was delivering and focusing on and the simplification of just focusing on that one offer because I did not realize before that I just had too many thoughts in my head. I had too many things that I was trying to do and it was pulling me in too many different directions and I didn't feel confident about anything. Um, so that was really, really important. Okay, so talk to me about then that one offer because I know you were sort of on the brink of quitting or pulling back or, you know, like you said, being a coward. Like, I think that's like such a hard thing to admit to yourself, but it's like, it's choosing fear, right? And it's in that all or nothing feeling. And it's like throwing your hands up because it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And it's like staying in that feeling of being mediocre and like not just glossing over it or like making excuses or just saying, you know what? I can't do it. I got kids. I can't, you know, like, and just pushing through and saying, no, I'm going to figure this out. And then that we had that six week boot camp and the insider program. And then you switched, you didn't switch your offer, but you got like so much more clarity. So talk to me about that process. Um, so just being able to, like, I, I knew that I felt really good with my one-on-one -on -one offer. Um, I had these thoughts of immediately kind of trying to transition into small groups that I could, you know, one of, one of my short-term goals is to, to be in a place where I can earn more and do less, but I didn't realize just the process of being ready for that. So just clarifying that, um, I had these steps that I had been trying to figure out and play around with, but clarifying them into a succinct five-step process was really, really important because now I can get on a call and talk with a parent and deliver, okay, this is how we're going to get your athlete to where they want to be versus kind of just trying to like freestyle and explain. And again, you're explaining to someone who doesn't have the knowledge that you have, who doesn't, doesn't have the understanding that you have. So breaking it down into those terms where I can say, hey, we're going to start here. And by the end of this process, we should be here mm -hmm. um, has been really, really helpful. Um, for me to connect with them, to resonate more with them, and to just get the buy-in that I'm looking for in that call, the understanding. Well, it seems to me like you're in that upward spiral of like, you're really delivering at a high level with your clients. You're understanding their challenges and problems and taking the time to really understand your customer both from a buying standpoint and during your process, which is like zeroing in on solving that problem in the way that they understand it. And then you're getting testimonials and then you're iterating. You're getting better every single time you deliver it, every single time you have a sales conversation. Like I see your confidence growing in what you're delivering because you're focusing. I remember for a while you were like, I got to do small groups because that's the lifestyle that's going to work with being a mom. And it seems like you've slowed down to like really get focused and really deliver at a high level right now, which is going to build your business. Yeah, I think I realized I don't have to push for that. I can just allow it to come to me in its natural time. I think the forcing of it was resistance and getting in my way and really impeding, you know, what I was delivering in my one-on-one, -on -one, honestly. And so I think just really getting clear on what I'm doing now and figuring different ways to elevate what I'm offering, the value of what I'm offering. I think now I feel as though that's going to naturally lead me to where I want to be. Yeah, no, I, I can see the energy shift in you. Like you seem so much more 
relaxed in what you're doing that it like your energy is different in like the way that you show up in the mastermind i'm sure your energy is different in your calls like it's beautiful for sure for sure and i couldn't have done it without you guys though (laughs) i'm so proud to be a part of your journey it's awesome and i know that you're going to take it like so big but you're going to do it at the pace that works for you and your family and it's just it's cool to see you consistently working on your mindset as you're working on building your business. And like it, they just go together. Yes. I think that's a big thing that I've learned along this process too. Like there's no point where, I mean, I never really thought that there would be a point where I would have it, but I didn't, I think I didn't realize how much daily work on my mindset was involved in order for me to propel myself forward to deliver for my athletes. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And now that you're like really doubling down on that, like it's like things seem like they're getting like it's like weird because like it's hard. It's this is a hard thing to do. It's like to to ride the waves of up and down. But like you're making it easier on yourself by going in first. Right. Right. And it seems like the effort is becoming more effortless. Right. And so I'm kind of enjoying. I'm enjoying the hard, right? Yeah. So you're, you're, onto, you're onto big, big things and you're at that steady pace where it's just going to keep snowballing and like growing in like a really like um, solid way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely my, that's definitely, I'm not even going to say, like, I can't even use words like hope anymore. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's happening. So right? tell me where like, your, your business is right now. Like you are, how many clients do you have? Like where are you at from a, you know, what are you charging for those athletes? Just like a real quick snapshot, whatever you're interested in. It's sharing, I mean. Well, yeah, no, right now with the time that I have allotted all my spots, I have eight <laughs> private clients that I'm nice. doing now, which nice. is like the max for me right now. Um, and so we're doing three months, uh, eight sessions. I'm doing the first four weekly, the last four bi-weekly um, for 1250. Um, but I'm also including some parent, <laughs> a couple of parent laser calls. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and so awesome. that's the next like progression in terms of how I yeah. level up yeah. and what I'm offering to support on that end, which will help me to move forward, increase my prices and change, yeah. you know, how I'm yeah. doing. So. So uh, I know you got to get to other things today and I do too, but tell me, is there anything that we didn't talk about? that you wanted to to say or anything that could have popped up? I know you were thinking about this podcast for a couple of days. Um, I feel like you talked about a lot, but there's, there's so much. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just, I'm grateful for this process. I'm grateful for where I am. Um, I think that, you know, this is one of my, my affirmations or my mindset mantras, but I'm really firmly believing this one every day more and more. Everything is always working out for me. Like that's something that I constantly tell myself, whether it goes the way I want it to go or not, like it's always working out for me. Um, And I'm just, I'm just filled with, um, What's a stronger word than than gratitude? <laughs> I'm just very present to the challenges I've overcome, 
the things I've persevered. There's certain moments where um, I didn't know if I would see a way out. And so most of all, I'd say I'm proud of myself. Yay. I'm really proud of myself of taking just so many scary challenges that yeah. held me back forever. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of the big reasons why I do what I do, because I see so many areas where I didn't have this, the tools to reach my potential in my playing career. And I want to help athletes have that opportunity. Well, you are doing it and so proud to be a part of your journey. And I'm so proud of you. Tell me where people can find you. Um, at Rise Mindful on Instagram and Twitter. Not as active on Twitter. <laughs> um, and then my website, uh, risemindful.com. Bianca, you are an example of what is possible. And so we're so lucky to have you in the certification and in the insider program and can't wait to see where your journey takes you. So thank you for sharing. I know a lot of people are going to be inspired by, by your path. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Absolutely. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Hey, if you loved this episode, make sure to check out all of our free and paid resources over at positiveperformancetrain.com. You want to take mindset training to the next level? We got you. But here are three more specific ways. If you want to take mindset training and live it more in your life, definitely subscribe to this podcast. We send out bonus episodes. We have our mental Mondays. We have interviews and training episodes. Definitely subscribe. If you want to teach it, meaning taking it to your athletes or your clients, I highly recommend Psychology of Competition. Again, you can check that out at positiveperformancetraining.com. It is a great course that will teach you and your athletes how to have pre, during, and post-competition routines to up your performance. And if you want to learn how to have a mindset coaching business in order to sell mindset coaching, highly recommend signing up for our waitlist for our next certification cohort, which usually opens about once a year. But in the meantime, go to positiveperformancetraining.com and check out our ultimate mindset coaching toolkit. Well, it will show you exactly how to get started with your first mindset coaching clients. Again, go to positiveperformancetraining.com for all of our free and paid resources.